everyone, this is Trevor from the Local Talk Podcast, and today I have Mrs. Carrie Davis, and we're going to have an awesome conversation today about all types of things, from community to marketing to a little bit of everything. So I uh, just hope you guys sit back and enjoy, but in the mean, I'm going to give the reins to Carrie, and Carrie, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sounds good. Well, you know, thank you for having me. Sure, I think absolutely. this is, it's really cool to finally be in your space. <laughs> and I know, you know, when we first met, you know, you were talking about your plans and everything. And I was just honestly a little inspired by sure. you because well, that was thanks. great. Because this is That's something cool. that I've kind of envisioned for myself later down the yeah. road. So it's awesome to see all of your plans come thanks. to fruition. So I, yeah, you know, yeah. love being here today. But my name is Carrie Davis, and I currently work for Virginia International Raceway as their creative marketing manager so I handle their graphic design needs I work with all of their photo and media I actually run our kids club right now I wear a lot of different hats e-news writing website you name it kind of I help with it yeah so stack up right they really do and I know I know you get that with everything that you do do. and so like being in marketing communications we have to be there to support all facets of that region and so I enjoy being able to do a little bit of everything but yeah that's that's who I am and where I am right now and my husband and I both live in South Boston area and just been hanging out for about two years now that's awesome so so previously I guess before you you ended up here in Halifax County um yeah you know what did you do before? Like, how'd you end up here? I guess that's my question. Right. So, um, before I was here in Halifax County, we were based in Bristol, Tennessee. I had a job at United Way of Southwest Virginia, which sure. I loved, by the way. I loved my coworkers there, the work that they did. I felt really good, you know, being there. Yeah. And But it was my first job right out of college. So, I worked there for about two years in Abingdon. And my husband was a police officer in Bristol, Tennessee. And so I actually knew the girl that had my current position at VIR. I knew her and she was getting ready to move on to bigger and better things. And so she reached out to me and she was like, hey, you know, would you be interested in this job? I know, I know your background. I think you'd be a good fit. And so I took the chance and interviewed with them and they liked me, offered me a position. And so we headed down this way to put down some roots. That's really cool to to kind of that storyline to, you know, how something's connected Mm -hmm. even I mean, Bristol's not too far away, but it's still, you know, a good little trip down the road. Yeah, it's about it's about four hours or so. Yeah, yeah. But with a U-Haul, it's like four and a half, four and a half, five. So it took Depends us a while. Depends on the wind resistance. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I I think it's it's really neat to have, you know kind of your roots elsewhere but it was that where you're born and raised or is that so no actually my husband and I are both from the Martinsville Virginia area oh, okay um, yeah, yeah. I'm more specifically Bassett and he gotcha. was a mixture of Axton and Figsboro but I always say Martinsville is a general area for sure. the people that don't know exactly where those places are mm-hmm. but we were born and raised down that way both went to Bassett High School two years apart in high school didn't meet until afterward and then we kind of just went from there yeah that's yeah. awesome so you know, with your creative background, and you know, we kind of mesh very well with that mm-hmm. because we definitely have somewhat of a you know similar mind yeah. when it comes to understanding things and seeing things. And, um, so, how did you really get into you know the the digital world? I guess you could say, like, did, where, did it start in school, or like, were you so, always kind of an art junkie? Or yes, so I was always a bit of an art junkie, sure. and you know, being it, this tall until. 
I think I'm 5'3 now. Yeah. You know, I've always drawn, I've always painted, I've always had that creative mindset. And um, I think my mom still has, you know, books and books and books of all of my crayon drawings from <laughs> yeah. kindergarten. Yeah. But I'm um, always interested in art, always interested in the arts. You know, I took dance classes, I was always in band, played multiple instruments and things. And so I was a very creative person sure. from the time I was little. But the funny thing is, I actually wanted to be some sort of scientist okay. or like a chemist or something. Yeah, I was yeah. interested in like that sciencey biology type okay. space. Sure. And when I hit high school, I originally wanted to be on a track to work for somewhere like NASA. Okay. And so I, I had big, that that's mind. That's big dreams, you know. It, it, it really, it really was. <laughs> to the moon, like literally. It really was, and I, I think I could have done it. I think yeah. you know, with with my skill set and how I handle things and whatnot. Sure. I think I, I could have totally done it. But I got to thinking a lot, especially at the end of my junior year in high school and my senior year, and I said, is that really what I wanna do? Like, is am I going to enjoy doing something like that for the rest of my life? You know, I'd, I'd have a good paycheck, Yeah, yeah. but yeah. am I going to have my sanity? And Correct. you know, some days I still question that, <laughs> but <laughs> I think no, we I do that, that with totally. everything. Yeah, yeah. But um, I realized that I wanted to go into a creative space. I wanted to be an artist of some type. And then I got to looking around at graphic design and creative direction and leading marketing teams and sure. all, all that good stuff. And so I found um, Radford University and okay. they have a wonderful graphic design program. Anything you've heard about Radford, put it in the back of your head because <laughs> they, they do have a wonderful academic program sure. and graphic design program. I've heard that too. I've heard Radford's got a great They really program. do. The professors there love them to death and you know I still keep sure. in touch with them they're awesome but I found their graphic design program did a couple years of community college to save some money yeah, and um, went to Radford after that and yeah. began my creative space so I'm a little jealous of that because I, I kind of wish I would have at least you know left because I did the community college side of things mm -hmm. I stayed there and that was it and then yeah. I was like I gotta get a job you know yeah <laughs> and uh, you know around around our area it's it's tough as a creative to, to try to find you know a really good number one paying job but like it's yeah. just nowadays I would say I mean this is back in 2011 when I was kind of coming through mm -hmm. I mean if it wasn't for certain mentors that I had and things like that I was like I don't know what, what to oh, do yeah. you know what I mean oh yeah um but you know I, you always like I always kept that creative feel like creative mind mm -hmm. and even like I went into sales for four years like, mm -hmm. like wow you know what I mean mm -hmm. and then but honestly, I think it kind of set me up for success in a way because I got to understand that customer to, you know, job relation there to, to know that, hey, like there's more than just designing or more than just being creative. Like you have to also communicate, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. it took me a little bit to, to kind of find my path. And, uh, you know, I've dreamed of this for, geez, probably since I've graduated. Like I've mm -hmm. always wanted to do my own thing I just knew I was always an entrepreneur at heart and um, it's just as a creative it's tough to find ways to to pivot mm -hmm. but that's really all you do as an entrepreneur you have to pivot you got to find new ways you got to find new avenues and it's it's challenging but it's also like the greatest thing I've ever done so rewarding it, you know when, once you get over those obstacles you see how far you've come and Correct. I think that's amazing and you look back at it and it's like Wow, wow, I did all of that, you know, like I'm me, a lot stronger than I thought. Like, of all people, me, like, how did that happen? But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's cool, um, you know, I just wish I would have done something like that, like, just to, just number one, just for a new atmosphere to kind of, you know, give you more open mind. I would say, like, 
over the past couple of years, like I've done a lot more traveling just because I wanted to get yeah. more visual of like, well, this place is doing great. This mm -hmm. place is doing great. Like, why are we so far behind? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's like, if I can help create that or help at least get our community to a point that, you know, we're we're just on the right direction or, or helping other businesses so they can outreach to people to come into mm -hmm. our community. Like that's what it's all about mm -hmm. to me. So um, I just felt like there was a big need when I decided to do this thing. Oh yeah. Um, I can definitely see that, you know, and speaking to your point about going different places and seeing different things, sure. even, you know, I haven't lived super far away, you know, just being in Bristol, Tennessee, it's, it's like a whole new world, you yeah, know, yeah. everybody's in their own little ecosystem, their own little bubble, and once you get in there and you see those kind of things, you think, wow, you know, my eyes have been open to so many different things, and like I said, it's not that far away, but yeah, yeah. still only being four-ish hours away. Mm -hmm from this area and moving out of my hometown, you know, you, you just see so many new things and yeah. opened your eyes to new opportunities and things you can do and can't do and sure. all that good stuff. And I, I think people still underestimate the value of a good visual representation of their brand. And like you were saying earlier, it's not just a look, it's it communicates a message. And a lot of people Correct. don't understand that. You know, when I first started out saying that I wanted to be a graphic designer, people were like, Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna make T-shirts? And I was like, <laughs> No. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I might make some T-shirts, yeah. but that's not the sole focus. And technically, of it. you're not making the shirt. You're exactly, just exactly. The shirt. And a lot of people don't understand. You know? Yeah, they don't. They don't get it. Yeah. And that and that's totally fine because I don't get every facet of my husband's job, and I don't get every Correct. facet of yeah. like our CEO's job. Like I don't yeah. I don't get every little thing that they do in every single day, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, we all have our strengths. And I think like in in marketing in general, or not just marketing. But design or, or whatnot it's all about education like it's oh, all yeah. about educating people with like what I do and how I do it and mm -hmm. like this is why like I'm not just trying to sell you something you mm -hmm. know what I mean like I'm doing what's best in your interest mm -hmm. for your business or your brand or whatever you're trying to push yeah you have a purpose correct correct and if you're not telling your story every day if you're not living through your story mm -hmm. well how how do you expect your customer base to understand mm -hmm. that like, you're never going to get to that next level you're never yeah. going to continue to grow unless you yeah. understand i that always fully. use i always use the quote like it's more than just a logo mm -hmm. like anybody can put a logo anybody can go online and get a logo and and just have it but like if it's not explaining what you do mm -hmm. I and mean, you're not living it and you don't like wake up every day and you look at that thing and be like this is i'm so passionate what i'm doing mm -hmm. well how does how do you expect your customers to to understand that like exactly so they're tough. not gonna get it they're not gonna understand <laughs> it because i mean you know if you're not understanding how how are they mm -hmm. you know and and that's why i go back to like educating people about your brand because that's how people are going to want to use you or want to you know want you to do either design work or like my case designs or mm -hmm. video or whatever but like if you're a uh, a bakery you know like why why would i want to come buy a cake from you like you got to give me a reason oh yeah you know what i mean you got to give me a reason oh, yeah. to come in there yeah. um yeah and i think that's where a lot of confusion happens is mm -hmm. it's a lot simpler than you think it's just you know i guess maybe our minds are things simpler because we've been <laughs> doing it for so long but um, it's like why don't you get this <laughs> it's like, what are you doing you know it's <laughs> i don't understand like why why are you missing the, the curve here you know but it's um you know I, I think in in any sort of situation, it's not just like businesses, but like I even think like the way 
communities are, like you were saying, you know, being four hours away or whatever, like each community you go into, there's always differences. Oh, you yeah. Know, there's always, a, um, you know, maybe a certain group of people you have to deal with, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Um, but I think it's like really important to, to more be more open-minded, you know, kind of, I always say like throw the book at it, like find ways to communicate mm-hmm. with everybody. Mm-hmm. regardless of your generation regardless of what age you are whatever like can i relate like i'm 30 now so like can i relate to a 18 year old kid out of high school probably not as much as i used to you know maybe a couple years back maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean in all reality we're just on two different spectrums you yeah. know what i mean but i think we have to find ways to communicate that mm-hmm. you know how how we can somehow work together you know bridge that gap mm-hmm. is what I always say so mm-hmm. um but like from the time you've moved here I guess you said two years right yeah so just crossed two years <laughs> tell me a little bit like what you've seen in those two years you know what you I guess liked or disliked or like have you seen any change in that amount of time Gotcha, yeah. So um, I wasn't in, you know, we're in Hype together, the Halifax Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs. And um, I wasn't in that as soon as we got here. But one of my goals moving to this area was to be a little more involved in my community and finding ways to connect with people in the community a little bit better. I've always been interested in that sort of thing. But um, I started talking to the Halifax Chamber about some things that VIR could do to be more involved in the community. What, What would you like to see from us and that kind of thing to engage the community a little bit more you know give a face to who we are and um, so when they told me I should join hype you know I jumped on the opportunity and so when I got in there I think that was a turning point for me where I was able to see a little bit more behind the scenes of the community and things we have going on because I feel like if I wasn't if I wasn't proactive in trying to be involved in a group like that I wouldn't know all the things that we actually have going on. So, you know, we get like newsletters and um, how the chamber posts on their Facebook page, the what's happening Halifax, all the little dates and things. But um, when we first came here, we were like, oh my gosh, you know, there's going to be nothing to do here. We're familiar, very familiar with like the Danville community area. I've been to South Boston a couple of times, but not really knew what the area was about. And so when we got here, we were like, oh man, you know, there's not going to be nothing to do around here. We're, we're just going to kind of be bored all the time. Yeah. We're going to have to go to Danville all the time. And we still go to Danville and enjoy the community there too, which is awesome to have you yeah. know, that, that relationship with Correct. both sides of the tourism spectrum. But, you know, once I got involved in Hype and I started receiving these newsletters and like being pro, actually being proactive and wanting to be involved, Correct. I saw that there's, there's a lot more to do here than what meets the eye. Sure. And of course, there are some days when you're like, man, I'm bored. I just, I don't, I don't want to go here or I don't want to do that, but I don't know what to do. There's always going to be days like that wherever you are. And I feel like people, no matter where you live, they're going to always say, oh man, there's nothing to do here because they're so used to being in the area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. my thing is, you have to take the step to see those things and right. find those things and put yourself out there. And me being an introvert, mm-hmm. I'm an introvert most like naturally, but I can be an extrovert. I, I can turn it on. Sure. It's fine. I can put on the face. I'm good <laughs> at it at this point in my life. Yeah. But I had to put on my extrovert face and step out and just start talking to people and seeing what's going on and walking around downtown, driving around, seeing what's going on, yeah. looking online and, um, I realized that there's there's a lot more going on than I originally thought. 
And in the two years that we've been here, you know, being with Hype and being involved in these groups, community groups and things, I can see that especially the young professional side of the community, we want more and we want better for our community. And that's not to say, that's not to bash anybody that's making current decisions sure. or in the past where we've been, you know, because that makes us who we are today. Yeah, yeah. And I think we, we see that this community has so much more potential and we want to bring people here. We want to yeah. create a good environment. And like, like you with your design company, yeah. you want to give a, a facelift to all these people. Correct. You want them to be able to communicate to their customers. You want them to be able to bring businesses in. You want this town and this county yep. to be inviting to people. Yeah, like I just don't, I just don't, you know, I don't want us to get left behind, you know. Yeah. And and there, you know, and I'm sure you're familiar. I mean, it's a lot going on in, in Pennsylvania County right now. And sure. Even Mecklenburg County. I mean, we're like right in the sweet spot, and it's mm -hmm. like we gotta get moving. Mm -hmm. If we don't get moving, we're gonna get so far left behind. Yeah. And, and you know, there's times that conversations that like we're having, mm -hmm. or, or regardless, it's like these conversations have to happen, whether or yeah. not we want to or not. Yeah. It's just. Um, it's important because we are the next generation we're the next you know thrive for our community and like we are responsible mm -hmm. you know so if we're just dropping the ball on it then the ball's gonna be dropped yeah and it's like <laughs> you know who else is gonna Somebody's do gotta it? pick it up Correct. you know so, and why not it be us that's right and you know i just feel like there's um there's a lot of possibilities i mean there's so much opportunity here and so much history here and just all types of things that I mean, you know, I, I just recently found out about like Stanton River State Park. Mm -hmm. and they were saying that it's like the only, was it the Dark Sky? The Dark Sky Association, yeah. Yeah, but it's like the only one or something. Maybe it's on the East Coast or something I like that. I can't remember, but yeah, it is. It's a big area a big that thing. it covers. Yeah, that's a big thing, but like, yeah, I just awesome. feel like that's not always communicated. And did you know that currently Stanton River State Park is home to, it's either one or a few albino deer? Okay. Did you know that? I'd actually I, seen one there when I was a kid. Uh, we, my husband and I went camping at Stanton River not too long ago, a few weeks ago, and we saw an albino buck. Oh, and it was just like this out-of-body experience. You know, we were walk, <laughs> we were taking an evening walk with our dog, and total side note, but you know, it's cool. We were taking a walk with our dog in the evening on some of the trails, and all of a sudden, like this white thing is just walking through the woods, and I was like, oh my God, there's some kind of cryptid getting ready yeah, to come after right. us. But no, it, it was an albino that's deer. Cool. So I run and put the dog in the truck real quick, and then we go out and we just watch it and it was just so neat to see something like that. I've never yeah. seen anything like that anywhere else True. and um but I, yeah we love Stanton so, River. I think I've seen one in my lifetime but I was like so young yeah I don't remember hardly but it was at Stanton so River. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> so cool so cool yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing I mean there's a lot of cool stuff that mm -hmm. like that's so simple and I, I, we're big on camping I mean yeah. we like to camp we love so it. you know I always forget like maybe it's just because I, i'm i'm was born and raised here so like it's just crazy to think um you know i'll get on like youtube or something and like view camp grounds or whatever yeah. just to see them before i go or whatever but then i see like these like the local campgrounds mm -hmm. on, on there and like i see these people from all types of places and like how how much they're praising these places mm -hmm. travel far and wide to come here yeah and then the people here just don't really even know that those places exist yeah and it's like it's there like we have some of the coolest things around it's just um, you gotta look i always go back to you get you get so comfortable mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we get so comfortable in the things that we do to day-to-day -day base and you kind of forget what's around you mm -hmm. um 
and, and I think it's important to find those key elements, whether it's state parks or, you know, you know, Springfield Distillery or, you know, those things is what, you know, those types of things is what brings people to our area. And in order for, you know, businesses like myself or anything for that matter, restaurants, bar, you know, bars, whatever, in order for them to be successful, you have to capture those people out here. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. how are you going to do that? Exactly. So those are the big things. So tell me a little bit, you know, I guess, you know, with us being in hype and things like that, you know, we, we, we always talk about like bridging that gap through generations. So like, how can we speak to, you know, the current generation coming out of high school, going into college or, or even coming out of college for that matter? Right. Um, like for me, I, I recently just had an intern help me with the project. Um, his name's Gavin Jordan. He's a phenomenal guy. Um, he just, to me, he was he was very well mannered, and it was really cool to. He actually gave me his um, resume, nice. which I found to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and to me, it, it was very, very cool for for number one him to reach out to me, mm-hmm. but. I think, you know, it's cool to have more creatives that are interested in the type of work that we do. Yeah. Um, Especially in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even at, like, at VR, I'm sure you guys have interns or possibly, I'm not sure if you do or not. Yeah. But, um, you know, is that, a, is that a big thing for you guys, too, to kind of try to bridge that gap a little bit? Right. So at, at VIR, I currently have an intern okay. and she is, she actually went through the same graphic design program that I did at Radford. And I reached out to my old professors and I just asked if anybody had any interest and I gave them, you know, a breakdown of what the job and everything sure. might be. Because I recognize that in our department, you know, we're, we're growing, we're constantly growing. And so we're taking on more responsibility, more responsibility, you know, doing more things. And so I saw that as an opportunity to try to reach out to somebody and try to help them too. And when we're thinking about like interns and um, doing like work studies and things like that, I think that's extremely, extremely important for especially like high school students to understand that, you know, a degree and a certificate is, it's so important, but they're looking for actual experience Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people don't I think a lot of people don't get that now you know talking to Rebecca Saunders over at um, Halifax High School she you know they they seem to get it a little more nowadays that you don't have to just push you know a four-year education you need to push all the other all the other jobs out there and all of the other experiences and things that we have to bring to the area and it seems like to me a lot of it nowadays seems more like skill based yes you know what I mean yes and I mean, it's even so from, important. Yeah, it's even from like welding all the way to to what we do. It's mm-hmm. like, like, what is your skill set? Yeah, there's like, such a broad spectrum of things that you can do. Sure. You don't need to limit yourself to. I say this, but just just a, a doctor or a lawyer, yeah. you know, like yeah, those yeah. typical like big jobs, which those are important too. Yeah. Yeah, Don't realize that's not what I'm saying, but <laughs> but you can you can broaden your horizons and still make a wonderful career and a wonderful life yeah. out of welding, out of creative services, out Correct. of plumbing, you know, out of lawn care. You know, you can do all of those things, and I think there there used to be not so much today, but there used to be like a, a stigma around them where it's mm-hmm. like. Oh no, you don't want to just be you don't want to be pushed 
you know, lawnmower all the time or anything yeah. like that. But it, it, those jobs are so important to a community. And yeah. It's the yeah. lifeblood, and those are often local jobs too. They're lifeblood of a community. Yeah. And at the Higher Ed Center, I know we have several, especially like certificate programs and things, and some programs where you can start there and then go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And they even have higher education degree options and things through the higher ed too. Sure. And so you can, and I'm actually going to be starting my master's in the fall through the higher ed That's through awesome. Radford. So yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to be confined. I can actually branch out there. So they have those opportunities. And I think that, you know, our job as younger professionals is to, again, be proactive and find ways to <laughs> use this word but infiltrate you know sure. the, the high school yeah, yeah, classes yeah. and things you know how do we how do we get in there and how do we talk to these students and i think a lot of it is just going to have to be us going in and them seeing our faces because mm -hmm. once they see our face they might see us at a community event that their parents dragged them to <laughs> and they see us and they're more comfortable and so they yeah. come up they talk to us a little bit more Correct. then they actually have a fun evening at a place that they might not have wanted to come before Correct. and they see that there is a little bit more to do in this community so i think that you know, we're, we're working really hard now to plant those seeds, to yeah. have them see our faces, to get this going. It's going to be, it's going to be a long haul kind of it project. Yeah. And so we're not going to see the benefits in like a couple months or anything. It's going to be a year, it's going to be years yeah, before we see the sure. benefits. But I, I think by us, you know, getting in front of these students in any way possible, volunteering for community things and just reaching out to Chamber of Commerce for scholarship opportunities, you know, Hype has a scholarship and some students don't know about that. I know that we've done we've done better in the last yeah. couple of years on getting people to apply for it, but reaching out and just finding those opportunities is what people need to do and getting the kids familiar with us exactly. is a big I think, deal. You know, bridging that gap. I mean and mm -hmm. and we, we have a, a gap too. I mean the older generation above us it's like mm -hmm. you know, there's always gonna be a gap and there's nothing oh, yeah. wrong with those gaps. No, no, no. It's just how we communicate together. Mm -hmm. Because you know, it's not my way or the highway. No, and until we it doesn't can, have to be. Yeah, and until we can get out of that mentality, I mean, that's the only way things are going to get any better. Yeah, it, a lot of the time it seems like the older generation looks at even someone in our age group and thinks that, oh, they're young, they're they're just lazy, they don't want to work, they don't right. want to do this, and, and that's not how it is, you we'll know. We're on a computer all day. <laughs> And again, that's yeah. that education thing, like yeah. trying to educate, educate up and then Correct. educate down. It doesn't have to be us against each other. We yeah. can work together exactly. to get things done. And um, I know especially they, a lot of people look down at high school level students, but you know, they're kids. Yeah. They're still learning. They're still developing. And you got to give them, you got to give them a little bit of grace. I'm not saying let them get away with everything, yeah. Yeah. you know, teach them the importance of respect and professionalism and how can you do that and educate them on the world is changing a little bit. Yeah. Know? So I, I currently have some blue in my hair that needs to be touched up. So ignore that. But um, I have blue in my hair and I have tattoos that I, I show yeah. regularly at right. work and so those kind of things done in the right way don't have to define you and you don't have to yeah. be uptight and stuffy and in a suit and just behind right. your computer all day long all about you can how branch you present out. yourself and you mm -hmm. know how how you're passionate about what you do and yeah. it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing you know and I think just being in our creative world you know you find new avenues mm -hmm. to, to, to try to like even like I remember way back when, you know, you would have to wear like a polo, in my case, polo tucked in, mm -hmm. you know, khakis or whatever. And now it's more like 
business casual. Yeah. You know, throw yeah. some jeans on. You yeah. Know, you can do that. You know, things are getting a little bit more laid back. Mm-hmm. And that's if you're in office space. You know, mm-hmm. so much remote jobs nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, well, we can at least get them to the office. Let's let them be them. Like, be themselves. Yeah. So. And I think often that that cultivates a culture that makes people want to do better because they feel like it's a form of mutual respect. So, like, if I feel like you respect me, then I'm totally going to respect you. Yeah, you know, I, I base that on, I don't think it should just be an autom- I don't think respect should just be an automatic thing all the time. You know, I think that, you know, you walk through the door, I just respect you, you know, yeah. be nice, be cordial, we're going to be all good. I'm yeah. going to want to, I'm going to want to talk to you more. I'm going to want to, if I work for you, I'd want to do well because yeah. I respect you for Correct. that. Correct. And I, I think if we, if we give each other all a little bit more grace every single day, you know, yeah. we're all going through similar problems. We all are starting at similar places and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be this thing where we just continually judge each other depending on where we come from or what our age is or what we look like or anything like that. I think that that stifles a lot of that creative energy and sure. not, not just creative as in, you know, drawing in Adobe yeah, programs, yeah, yeah. but the creative strategic problem solving and things that ha- need to happen in workplaces. I think that often that, that judginess, that, yeah. that mentality just kind of stifles it. Everybody, no has, need. everybody has a little creativity in them. Oh, yeah. You, know I mean? you have to. Yeah. You can't get through life without at least an ounce of creativity. 100%. Like, come on now. Yeah. Everybody wants to be creative. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Well, I always say that's like my little catch line is stay creative, you know. Yeah. Because regardless of what you do for a living, regardless, like you could be a farmer, you still have to be creative. You got to exactly. make that crop grow. Like yeah. How are you going to do that? Yeah. You got to be creative with it, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be anything for that matter. You know, you'd be a lawyer if you're trying to win a case. You got to be creative with it. You know yeah, I mean? to try try to get around your, right. your opponent or right. fight for the justice in you don't, good You don't way. just have to draw <laughs> pictures all day. Or you exactly. Do, you know, those type of things. It's, exactly. Everybody can be creative in their own way. Thanks, guys, for listening to the Local Talk podcast presented by Small Town Design Co. And I just want to thank Carrie for coming on today. It was a very good time. It was a great conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, we always have really good conversations. Absolutely. I don't think we have enough of them, us being so busy as we sure. are all the time. But it was so great to be here. Thank you so much for including Absolutely. me. I had a wonderful Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you.